0: This is Jimi Hendrix's Purple Haze composed by Jella Cello on Tell Craig Your Story podcast. Craig here, welcome to another edition of the podcast, Tell Craig Your Story. Today we'll be speaking to Jella Cello. Now she's an amazingly talented celloist coming from Serbia. Now she won several awards at the Faculty of Music in Belgrade and growing up as a student, she was tainted as one of the best students of her generation. Now Jella was awarded the Golden Shield and the Golden Charter Awards, which are given for dedication dedication and creative contributions to culture by the cultural and educational community of the Republic of Serbia. Now, these are some of the highest awards you can get in Serbia. Now, in 2011, she released her first album, Clash. Her composition of Jimi Hendrix's Purple Haze, as of today, has seen 1.5 million downloads. Jela has a 60-piece orchestra called the Jella Cello Power Symphony Orchestra. And in 2015, she collaborated with frontman of Journey, Arnold Panetta. And they released Christmas Dreams, which was all Christmas carols, redone. And on her last US tour, she was lucky enough to perform at the red carpet Oscar party in Hollywood. Hosted by James Cameron. At the start of the podcast, you heard Jellicello's version of Jimi Hendrix's Purple Haze. And at the end of the podcast, you will hear the song Ballad for Heroes. But before we go, please go to our website. We are at Podbean. Tell Craig Your Story at podbean.com. We have a link tree there which tells you where Tell Craig Your Story podcast is streaming. We are on all the major streaming services. We also have a YouTube account. Make sure you're subscribing to get all the latest updates. And we have VK for our Russian listeners and WeChat for our Chinese listeners. At Till Craig Your Story. All right, here we go. This is my chat with Jella on Till Craig Your Story podcast. Hi Jella, how are you doing tonight?
1: Hi, um, great, thanks. It's a nice uh, thing to be here in Shanghai, in yeah.
0: China. Is this not your first time here to Shanghai, right? Uh,
1: it's my first time in Shanghai, but not in China. I've been before to Beijing, so uh, nice. but Shanghai is totally different. Uh, the atmosphere is totally opposite.
0: I saw you at the Great Wall of China in Beijing. Yeah. A photo, yes?
1: Yeah, I had to go. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> when uh, I came to Beijing, I was like, okay, I'm here for how many? few days. Mm. So what should I see in Beijing? Like the Great Wall of China. Of, of course. course, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I did exactly the same thing, straight to the Great Wall of China.
1: Yeah, I I mean, it's immense, and uh, everybody, anyone on on this planet who has a chance to come close, uh, everybody should see it. It's like really, really impressive.
0: Historic, Yeah. yeah. And you're here in Shanghai to play a few shows?
1: Uh, Well, I came uh, to check for a few opportunities uh, regarding uh, playing uh, cello or teaching uh, and Mm. uh, I have uh, different projects I'm working on in Serbia, Europe and USA so uh, I came here to check on uh, opportunities and uh, I will play a bit for friends uh, just this evening. Yes. Yeah, a little showcase. Looking forward to it. Thanks. (laughs) It's uh, like um, nothing like uh, huge as I usually do. That's right, yes. (laughs) Uh, As in uh, Serbia, uh, I have my own symphony orchestra, 60-piece. It's Cello Power Symphony Orchestra, and uh, I love to play with them because uh, when 60 people play together, there is no electronics, no digital um, uh, technical stuff that can uh, uh, replace yeah. the power of sound of sixty people playing together. So sure. that's my favorite way of playing, but it's yes. not that um, like cost uh, effective. Yes, <laughs> you know, when you have to travel, it's yes. so expensive to travel with all of them. So here, this will be like a one-man uh, band. Yes, show, but yes. with the um, backing tracks and the music my orchestra played. Nice, uh, live people recorded it actually. Nice. So, yeah. I play different kind of uh, concerts uh, and performances. I play alone like uh, I will uh, do a showcase uh, here. I play with my quartet. I'm classically trained so I have a classical string quartet.
0: Your yeah, education is astonishing. It's amazing what you've done in your career. We'll go into that a little bit later. Yeah, uh 60 piece. Uh, I struggled to get 3 or 4 people in my band. To get together <laughs> let alone 60 people so yeah i hear that all the time <laughs> Yeah, uh, my friends who are like
1: uh, guitar players and they have rock bands and they were like oh my god how do you uh, succeed to uh how did you succeed the, to gather 60 people on just one rehearsal like mm. and not uh, to do the whole project play concerts and so on because like we have four people and we cannot agree uh, about uh, the timing of our rehearsals so yeah yeah i hear that a lot of time but I believe that, uh, like uh, me and those 60 people, they're my friends and my colleagues, the people yeah. I know for so many uh, years, and uh, we feel like we're on some kind of a mission. Yes. Like, we have to spread the word. Like, uh, yeah. music is uh, the language everybody understands. That's right. Everybody feels, and instrumental music specifically. Yes. Uh, Beethoven once said, like, when the words stop, the music starts. Like, If there is no language that we can understand each other, with music, of course... uh, It's the universal language. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I noticed that you're here in Shanghai. Who is looking after your Border Collie dogs?
1: Oh, it's... uh, uh, Thankfully, (laughs) you noticed that. (laughs) I miss them so much, I I have to say. Yes. I'm so sad, and uh, I try to explain to myself, okay, I'm going so far from home, and like, okay, people... Uh, some people have children. They travel without their children. They leave their children. I don't have a, a child yet, but I was like, I feel them like they're my children. Like, yes. It, it, I was so sad and so worried about them. But luckily, we have a friend neighbor. Oh yes. Who loves them like we do, and uh, they love him uh, too. So, yeah, they are they're amazing. We wanted uh, to take a dog. We wanted then we were talking about border collie. Then we wanted a brown white one. Uh, then we found one, but she was a girl, and uh, Bob was uh, like, oh, I would like a, a, a guy, <laughs> but <laughs> there was only yellow-white one, which yes. is very rare for Border Collies. Yeah. Like in Serbia, you have only black-white. We came there, they were brought their brother and sister, and we were like, okay, we will take them both, <laughs> mm. so that they can play together. And it's so amazing, they're really... Like they call them Einstein uh, in the yes. dog world. Yeah, very smart. Very. very they're,
0: smart. they're the sheep dogs. Yeah. So like, especially from Australia, they're supposed to be on the farm rounding the sheep up. Yeah. So yeah, I just bought my uh, mum and sister a Border Collie last year. Uh-huh. When they're f- nice. five weeks old, and it, it just shows me every time I look at pictures, it just shows me how long I haven't been back home it's now uh, it's one years old I and it's how it grows <laughs> so, yeah
1: and they grow fast absolutely until, yeah one year and a half yeah, yeah. they grow fast then it stops but yeah they're like adults but i believe that their spirit and energy are like uh never uh, never ending <laughs> yes <laughs> that, uh, that kind of energy but i love it really uh, mm. i feel them like uh, they're part of our lives for yeah sure yeah you don't have that feeling before you get a dog. That that's right. It, like you understand other people,
0: <laughs> what they were saying, yeah, yeah. But don't they say like the, the dogs are like the stepping stone to them when you have children? It's that, the next yeah. step to have children. Yeah, Yeah. yeah.
1: I was just uh, like, okay, how do people feel when they like, if I love my dogs so much, then yeah. I can imagine how my mom and dad love me. <laughs> <Like> right. <that's> <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I suppose they love me more. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's huge love. Yeah. Actually, yeah,
0: yeah, that's great. Who loves dogs, of course. Of Who course, yeah, dogs. how can you not? So, uh, I want to go back like where you were from. You're from Serbia. Yeah. I had a group of Serbian teachers <laughs> here, and it's so lovely. And I've s- still got Serbian friends. Mm-hmm. They keep telling me to go, come to Serbia, come yeah, to Serbia. Should. I will one day. I promise. I promise nice. them yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get there one day. But growing up there, tell me what it was like. Were your mom and dad into music as well or were they performers?
1: No, no one in my family. Really? Yeah, everybody loves music. Everybody is like um, talented, musical a bit. Like uh, everybody can sing nice. Mm. Uh, My dad was playing a guitar like um, for girls when he was young. (laughs) (laughs) So we had one guitar at at our place and uh, I started very, very young. uh, Since I remember like uh, I was uh, walking and talking, Uh, I was uh, singing and uh, playing his guitar. Uh, Then we had one small accordion at our uh, home. Uh, Then I started to like uh, play it. Um, It was like no music but i did something which i thought was music yes. for my family right and every night i had to sing to them something like the song i learned that day it, w- w- uh, it uh, wouldn't be a so- children's song like uh, from kindergarten it would be something like modern uh pop rock or something that i was listening and i was crazy about music from early age mm. really and then when i started to go to elementary school um my teacher there like uh, was uh, uh, she told my parents, like, you should consider uh, taking her to musical school because I believe that she's talented. So they did, they listened. And um, when I came there, I they, they asked me, well, like, what would you like to play, which instrument? And I was like, okay, piano, everybody wanted yeah. to play the piano. Uh. Then I said, like, a guitar, because I already played my dad's guitar. Yes. And uh, there, unfortunately, that year uh, in Serbia, although it was like 97, 98, we were in uh, tough, uh, difficult uh, historical uh, moments at that time. You can not imagine that at that year, that time, like they were in uh, my hometown, which mm. is uh, like 100 kilometers away from Belgrade in the West. Right. It's uh, not uh, so small, but it's not so huge. Class of piano was full, full, full. full. Yeah, right. Yeah, they, they said like, we have no place for you on the piano. Like wow. For the guitar, we was, uh, received like two guys, two boys. Like uh, you can choose uh, cello or accordion. My mom said, "Okay, fine, accordion would be fine." I <laughs> so was playing that one at the home. Yes. And then my older sister was like, "Okay, my sister won't play the accordion." Right. And my mom was like, "Already fed up with <laughs> school. Like it was like two weeks of uh, exams and and uh, interesting exams." And she was like, "Okay, uh, you will play cello." And I said, "Okay, fine, I will play. Uh, no problem." So I at that time I just didn't think of cello like uh, any kind of instrument that i might like at all like i was i was watching uh, actually stefan milenkovic a violinist famous serbian violinist uh, he was a prodigy child uh, really really famous already at that time yes uh, worldwide known so i was watching him and i was like okay he plays violin that that's good okay i, I could play cello yeah, like he was my role model right and uh, that's how i started but the first moment I took it in my hands, I knew like, okay, that's it. Am I teaching yeah. you? So uh, it was l- some kind of like, shall we say, destiny if it exists? I yeah. You know, we believe in uh, what we want to believe, but it might be like it was. Meant to be like, yes. that I played cello. The the path was weird, so <laughs> I yeah.
0: It oh, I understand. Yeah. Was there pressure from your family to actually have a, a proper job? Like I know with a lot of families, it's like music's mm-hmm. not. You mm-hmm. got to get a real job.
1: Actually, my family was very, very supportive during my uh, school days, That's and great. Uh, still they are. They like uh, gave me to play it, like to go beside elementary school, like okay to be busy not to be in the park uh, with other children losing time mm. and so on like you should do something with your life yes. and it was at that time like that kind of uh, thinking about it but when i started to go c- to competitions when uh, the i started to win awards i started to win competitions yes. then they got the impression that it might be my uh, like my life so when I was 14, I went uh, to high school, like in my city, that high school is uh, in Serbia, one of the three top uh, high schools, uh, like a general high school. And uh, I started uh, also a music high school, and then I just, w- I went to my one month parallel, and uh, I thought, okay, I won't give my maximum in uh, this uh, regular high school, I won't give my maximum on cello then i decided to cut off that uh, regular high school right continued music and i came home like okay i decided i will do just cello and they yeah. were like oh.
0: it's very brave yeah because <laughs> they're
1: all eco- economists lawyers in the family like oh proper right jobs, right yeah. <laughs> so they were a bit worried but yeah. very very supportive that's At true age of 16 i had to go away from home to continue mm. my school in belgrade mm. and Fraser- so they let me go uh, no. like in serbia uh, that is not part of actually our culture like uh, we are all uh, really really close to, to families like you, if you can study your college or like you go away from home at 24 25 30 that's that's a uh, culture yes. and uh, going away with 16 it was very brave of my parents yes. i realized that now yes actually. There was a moment when I finished my uh, bachelor studies, my master studies, and then mm. I uh, did my uh, po- uh, post uh, degree, yes. like postgraduate degree, and I started PhD in music. And they were like, "Okay, now should you think about something regular?" Right? <laughs> like, and I was like, <laughs> "Come on, I'm at PhD studies now. Like, yes. wh- what would you like more? Because all competitions won. I started to release uh, CDs. I started to travel to work. I really started to." make money also from from my music and i love it yes uh, that's like my life and uh, i said like what can be better than this for me they were like okay but we're still a little bit worried like you know but they are still very supportive, so that's, yeah. That's
0: yeah. really cool. And uh, one of your professors here, Ana- Nada? Yes, yeah. Nada Jovanovic. Tell me about her. What I've read is uh, she's a big influence in your yeah. music career.
1: Yeah, she's, uh, I, uh, she was actually, she passed away oh. uh, last month. Apologies. Yeah, she was very ill for a long time, but uh, she's uh, like um, one of uh, the best uh, cello teachers in uh, Serbia. And uh, her students uh, are all um, abroad mm. and uh, very, very, very successful uh, cellists. musicians. Mm. So she's um, like, uh, it was a blessing to have her at my early age so that uh, she can lead me, so that she can teach me. She was the influence that uh, like uh, told me, okay, would you like to be serious? Would li- when I was like 10 years old. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, would you like to uh, be like a cosmopolitan person? Cos- cosmopolitan or you uh. would... You will just like to sit like with your friends and drink coffee and uh, like talk, 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 nothing and like practice, practice, practice. She learned mm. me that uh, hard work is uh, pays off, uh, yeah, pays off, and that's the most important thing. So, um, well, with any talent you have, she taught me that also, but uh, I proved that <laughs> yeah. yes, is uh, tr- throughout uh, the time that um, the talent can help you until you are 10, 11, 12 years old then the hard work takes off so by yourself. Yeah, takes uh, whole thing. So yeah. yeah, she was great influence, not only on me, but mm. uh, uh, many other cellists from Serbia who are very, very successful and famous throughout mm. the world. Very important for us. Like uh, when I say for us, uh, for cellists, violinists, and uh, uh, when we uh, learn uh, to play music, it, it's individual um, lessons one-on-one. Yes. On one so it's very very important who is your teacher who is your professor and how you uh, get along with him or her and uh, uh, i had uh, i was lucky actually yeah
0: everything that i read online says that you were the top student everywhere you went or through your schooling (laughs) or through university so it was bound to happen eventually and with hard work someone was going to notice you eventually so tell us about the music scene there in in Serbia. At that time, what was the music scene like?
1: Actually, when... um, It's cool. We were talking, like, when I was young, uh, like, uh, what kind of music you listen like between children, uh, the talks. And I was like, "Mm, I I will ask my sister, like, older sister, because (laughs) uh, then I come home, I ask her, like, uh, what kind of music we listen? Like, I don't know. We listen everything, like, uh, in our home. But rock music was maybe, maybe the... Highlight of my childhood, so yeah. really, yeah, it's interesting. And um, in Serbia and before in Yugoslavia, there were really, really, really uh, good uh, rock, uh, disco, funk uh, bands, and uh, that influence was uh, really uh, can be seen on also in uh, UK, USA. A lot of people are following now, like that yugoslavian uh, rock uh, pop uh, funk still scene. Yes, yeah yeah and they uh, in investigate because uh, it's interesting what actually happened in yugoslavia in the uh, 70s 80s 90s with yes. music there were a lot of interesting stuff so uh rock music for me was maybe the the highlight but when i started to play cello i started listening to classical music more and more mm. i had to uh but everything actually there is Also, Serbian uh, ethno music is really, really beautiful. Yes. Uh, There is that like folk, uh, turbo folk, uh, some might uh, call it. It's like for fun, like uh, daily, daily fun for, I don't know, parties. But uh, there is very beautiful uh, Serbian ethno folk music. Mm. So uh, I like to listen everything. I like Serbian music yes you can really find uh, like uh, influence of all uh, worldwide uh, trends uh, like also in Serbian music yes. so yeah there is there is a wide range so my husband bob actually was one of those people who influenced the S- Serbian music scene right. yeah from 80s it came like through 90s 2000s and so on and now he's uh, some kind of legend uh, like what he actually made with his funk uh, music. It's in, amazing. Yeah, yeah. So and it's coming
0: back to, like, all these 80s and 70s music is sort of all of a sudden rearing its head again. I love it. I think it's awesome. And speaking of rock music, I went on your YouTube, 1.5 million downloads for your version of Jimi Hendrix's Purple Haze. Yeah, that's... So you've got, you still get that rock influence. Um, yeah. So... That's amazing achievement by the way, but I wanted to ask when you're doing someone else's music, how do you go about performing it because you know for me I want to you know honor it cuz it's but I also want to play my style as well. So for you, how do you go about performing a, a song that especially purple hay is, it's a very famous song from Jimi Hendrix.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is, but uh, luckily, uh, it's uh, actually very hard to take like Jimi Hendrix to to play uh, on guitar or yeah. on cello especially, but I I was lucky to work with uh, my husband Bob and uh, my producer in Serbia who is like uh, uh, he produced uh, over 300 albums, like, uh, produced in ex-Yugoslavia. So, and right. he's a cellist also. Oh, that helps. They are very experienced and one of the mm. best producers in the region of ex-Yugoslavia. So, yes. uh, I was lucky to work uh, with them. They encouraged me, like, um, okay. I said, yeah, I love Hendrix, but they said, okay, we will do it for cello and symphony orchestra. And uh, I had belief, like, that it will be really good. So, Yes. actually it was but it's not that easy to play like when you take <sighs> Hendrix like to play it's like okay it's huge responsibility yeah that's right yes yeah, it's uh, one of classics of course like, yeah. but I feel that we did
0: a good job actually one of 1. 1.5 million yeah it, should, we'll, should, we'll agree
1: <laughs> yeah, it was a surprise for me also because yeah. that was the beginning actually of my like um, Electric cello uh, part of career because at that time, until that moment, I was like only classically cellist, uh, classically Mm. trained. uh, I played only classical repertoire. Mm. So uh, that was really, really, really a surprise for me, also. Mm. And uh, I can notice that um, actually that was a milestone for other my colleagues from the region of Yugoslavia, Serbia, and so on. So uh, they were encouraged too to start mm. uh, their own story. And uh, my friends, like two cellos, Steppenhauser and Lucas Ulic, they, uh, one year and a half later, started the, that thing with uh, Michael Jackson's ah, Criminal Thing. Right. Yeah so, yeah, so it encouraged, I believe, wow. everybody, which is really, really, I'm really happy about it. That mm. uh, We encouraged people like, okay, you can play whatever you want on cello, but yeah. it has to be good. Like, we have to work on your arrangement, of, uh, playing and everything, it has to be good. Point is that uh, cello is, what we wanted to say uh, uh, is that cello is not classical instrument only. Mm. It can play a variety of things. You can play whatever you want as long as you believe.
0: And that's what my next question was, was how did you get the different sounds? I mean, it almost sounds like an actual guitar.
1: Yeah. We were playing with uh, electric cello gives uh, uh, those op- kind of opportunities. When you c- come into studio, we played with uh, pedals, with processors, with uh, different choruses. Uh, we got that actually, uh, that so- uh, sound of like cello, electric guitar mix. Uh, yeah. That crazy sound. And uh, I don't know if you noticed, but I implemented one that solo I was playing was actually a combination of uh, my uh, improvisation and... Uh, uh, Johann Sebastian Bach suite yeah. Right So we wanted Into Hendrix We wanted also To put a little bit Of classical touch y- Of course yeah, So on yeah. the cellists Might recognize Like it Got is, it Yeah It's from Right Bach and Bach and for solo cello Yeah So uh, it was Really really uh, Important moment For me mm. Actually Because uh, that um, uh, Specific cover version Opened uh, uh, Doors Like for Other uh, Projects And uh, Things uh, that came later, but it's still uh, I can say like uh, one of uh, the favorite favorite cover versions that I've possibly done. Yeah. Still, till, till now.
0: And you also did the Beatles as well.
1: Yeah, Eleanor Rigby. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the Beatles like I, I cannot imagine the world of music to exist without the Beatles. So exactly. Exactly. There has to be something from them. Yeah. Yeah, because they are really really. Uh, I, I shall not say they left a mark, like, but they created oh. uh, like a huge, Pop huge, music. huge yeah. part of world music. So their influence also on worldwide music and yeah. to, to I speak English, like, and a lot of my friends and a lot of friends of friends, they, we all learned English through the music. So, uh, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's why the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, the whole mm. UK, yeah scene and as well as american as well as your australians yes. <laughs> in the music yeah. it, it was very important for the world to get in touch with the language mm. the english so that's the second like important part of uh, the influence like which which all those people left uh, mm. for us like not only musical sense uh, when you think about music but like culturally uh, worldwide globally mm. and yeah, so yeah, the Beatles had to be there. <laughs> yeah, of course.
0: And you speak about global and world global. I didn't see any pictures or any tours of Australia yet. Is there any plans to head down to Australia? Yeah,
1: of course. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I was uh, mainly concentrated on Europe and yes. USA. Like, there were, uh, like, <laughs> I don't like to say markets, but uh, that's it, true. It is. Yeah. yeah. This is industry like yeah. any other. So uh, uh, Europe and USA were like my uh, accent, I put accent on that. But um, now uh, with uh, Rene, uh, with uh, his Sunray Entertainment Group, uh, we will check like uh, possibilities for Asia and why not Australia? Yeah. Um, I already had one co- uh, contacts with people from Australia because yeah. um, at uh, Serbia, uh, I was um, at uh, last, uh, last, before uh, this legisl- legislature, of Parliament, I was a member. I was invited as an artist. I saw that. Uh, Congratulations!
0: Yeah. That's an amazing Thank achievement.
1: Thank you. Well, I um, I'm not like politically ambitious. Mm. I don't have that kind of ambition. I'm an artist, so uh, yes. I got the invitation to contribute uh, as much as uh, I could. Like to try, mm. and I accepted that. But then I decided when uh, the mandate was over. I decided that it's like um, I want to pursue my musical career. I have to put accent on that. Uh, Mm. And uh, this took a lot of my energy, like (laughs) politics, right? Yes. (laughs) So I decided that music is uh, like my life, my profession. That's who I am. Yes. Uh, But um, I accepted the invitation to help um, uh, minister for diaspora uh, in Serbia to be his advisor for culture. Ambassador. Yeah, so uh, I'm like uh, all the time in contact with Serbian people all around the world. And amazing. Australia is also one. Of oh, there well you go. A lot of Serbians and people from yes. the Yugoslavia region. So um, I don't know if uh, I will come uh, through that kind of cooperation, but uh, I suppose that uh, Rene will bring me there. Uh, I hope so. so.
0: <laughs> Normally what a lot of the big bands from Europe or, or the US They'll they'll start here in China and go to Japan, China, and just yeah. work their way down. Yeah, uh, just the just Philippines. You're in this part of the world. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. Like just easy. Do the Australasia <laughs> and then go down to Australia and New Zealand. Yeah. I can just see you at the Sydney Opera House wow. with your 60-piece. That'd be amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah, thank you. Uh, That'd be amazing, yeah.
0: And if yeah. you do? Yeah,
1: you, you are, uh,
0: can't, can't you're invited. Like, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you.
1: Yeah. I'm looking forward
0: to that, yeah. Well, we all hope. I want to talk about now uh, your Christmas album that you Mm -hmm. brought out where uh, you collaborated with Arnel Panita. Yeah, yeah. Another rock legend. And he's doing great for himself. So how did that all come about? And uh, what was the experience, Uh, collaborating? Well,
1: uh, it was very, uh, let's say, like, interesting is, um, like, not uh, that uh, tough word (laughs) (laughs) for for that kind of uh, experience, a cooperation, like, working with Arnel is something like, wow, (laughs) yeah. Were you
0: nervous when you...
1: uh, uh, Well, actually, you probably met Arnel, so... um, Not yet.
0: Not yet, yet, yeah. He's so kind and warm and nice person that,
1: like... When you come to talk with him, to work with him, it's so easy, yes. and normal, and no stress, and no pressure, and it's like, wow, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, the impression, like, uh, was uh, he said, like, okay, I never thought that I will sing Jingle Bells. And <laughs> I, was like, okay, I Never thought I will play Jingle Bells, but yeah. together uh, we did, and uh, it was really, really uh, special. Who
0: came up with the idea?
1: Well, actually, uh, Rene uh, met us. Right. Uh, uh, we started the uh, talks when I was in USA um, in Las Vegas, Los Angeles. Renner arranged for me to play at the Oscars in Los Angeles. So let's talk about that a little bit yeah, later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that time uh, Renner also arranged to meet uh, with Journey with Arnell, and uh, like uh, just meeting them was like already <sighs> fantastic. Experience. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, then like we talked about, Rene and I were uh, talking about a new album, uh, which should I do, mm. then Bob and I came to idea like, okay, that might be Christmas, because nobody have done a Christmas album on cello for and symphony orchestra yeah. like before, yeah. and then the ideas just like came, uh, followed one another, and uh, we were like, okay, we will do a Christmas album, cello and symphony orchestra, but in house, uh, like house techno manner yeah. uh in those kinds of arrangement uh rene was like okay let's see <laughs> then when we for- made like first second uh, one uh, first second third tune like it was really it sounded really really good uh it's uh, a little bit maybe uh, like uh, avant-garde mm. uh, i believe that uh, that album will like be same uh, popular or maybe more with the time mm. it's really really modern like arrangements uh, which possibly people haven't heard before like it, it, their christmas carols yes so it yes. was like i i shall not say experiment like <laughs> because we knew what we were doing yes so yeah we weren't experimenting we just knew what we wanted to have and then like it was okay jingle bells then like Shall we do it with Arnell? Arnell was like, okay. When he heard what we did with other tunes, like, yeah, of course. So that—that's the story. Yeah. Then yeah. we uh, recorded it. Uh, uh, we made the animated video. Yes. Yeah. So uh, because like we wanted it to be like um, acceptable for children also, mm. like for all generations. Like yeah. Christmas carols are, and mm. the Christmas is for uh, like. Uh, uh, all generations from like one to hundred and one, yeah. And that animated video was really, really a nice thing. Uh, like uh, it was interesting process making mm. it, and yeah. uh, everybody enjoyed. So that's I hope only the beginning. We were talking about different things that we shall uh, do. But, of course, Toururnell is on tours with Journey. Yeah, yes. schedules. Uh, yes. I started uh, different things uh, in the meantime. Yes, I started uh, to write uh, my original music and I released it. Uh, like few years before, so yes. uh, we'll see. Yeah, we opened uh, that uh, like chapter. The boy, yeah, yeah, with that page. But uh, I hope that we will continue. continue. like We had some uh, talks like, what, what shall we do next? But we will see. That's
0: great. And y- you mentioned about going to LA for the Oscars. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about the experience. I see all your photos with James Cameron and yeah. all those big celebrities. so okay. Tell us that experience.
1: Yeah, it was. It Really interesting for me. Like uh, I, I was traveling before that, of course. Mm. But, uh, so was
0: it a tour, like uh, of the U.S.?
1: Yeah, yeah. I have been, but mostly California at that time. Right. And um, it was uh, being in L.A. like during the Oscars. It's really special feeling. Yeah. Like uh, I, um, we went to Grammys. It was a really nice experience to, to see that. Uh, like. Uh, it's uh, totally different when you watch it on TV yes like, uh, broadcast it. But uh, when you're there, when, like, Pink is going uh, up and down on, yeah. Wow.
2: The, the, the <laughs> and crazy stuff doing and singing in the same time. Yeah. Live like singing. Wow,
1: that's that's really experience. Are so you going
0: to add that into your repertoire of a uh, uh, show or uh, maybe, Yeah, that's a good <laughs> idea. That's a good idea. I should think
2: about <laughs> it, yeah. So, it
1: is really great experience but being in LA during the Oscars, it's really something special. <laughs> like yes. the uh, euphoria and uh, like uh, energy everywhere and like it's really interesting. So, a uh, totally new experience for me. It's a like Okay, now uh, James Cameron or someone, Halle Berry or Charlize Theron comes in, like, oh hi, uh, like, um, <laughs> yeah, it's fine, like have, a, like have a seat, like fine, how are you? And that's and then wow. in l- next few minutes you s- ask yourself, okay, <laughs> okay, all <the> people <laughs> around me, like, is this real? Like, yeah. Yes. So, but um, uh, I don't know it. Uh, my feeling was okay. I came here to present my music. So when James Cameron came to me, like. Hi, uh, how are you? Where are you from? And I was like, we started to talk, and uh, uh, when we talked about our future collaboration, I was like, okay, this is happening. So just you're working like, wow. yeah, yeah. Just relax, it's fine. And it is actually when you meet those kind of people, like who are really, really huge in uh, what their professions and yeah. uh, one of the best, um, they are usually the most modest and uh, nicest people you will meet. So it's... They're all human easy. beings, yeah. Yeah, so it's really easy and no pressure with uh, talking and working with them. Yes. L- and that was a really beautiful experience for me. So, mm. I don't know, that night was playing... Neo was playing... Paris Hilton was DJing uh, oh. <laughs> at some party. So it was yeah. like, okay, like, these people are, are real. Yeah. And, like, they're, like, normal people working their jobs and, like, mm. so... It, it was really a great experience i we had the chance to work with the um, uh, animators who work from for james cameron for wow. avatar movies yeah right yeah we were going to california together to um, uh, talk to children from unprivileged uh, societies like part of societies foundation that was um, like uh, that organized those uh, kinds of uh, talks with those children um, they are like uh, working with them uh, to reduce uh, their involvement in criminal and to uh, get them from the streets uh, to get them like uh, to boost their business ideas if they have one or to inspire them to have some business ideas to start something of their own so that they go off the streets which is like uh, to involve them in, right. uh, in business or me- if they have any talents, to discover that and to work on that. So it was a very, very beautiful experience mm. to work and to talk with those young people. Yeah, And uh, it was like James Cameron was uh, at that time the spokesperson of the foundation. So, yeah, the whole experience was mm. really, really nice. Yeah. yeah,
0: amazing. How did you... Sorry, just swi- switching topics. How did you pick the, the 60 people to be in the... The Jella, cello, power symphony orchestra?
1: Yeah, well, uh, we made auditions. Mm. uh, Like uh, when regular orchestras have like audition, we uh, announced it and people...
0: Do they have to have a degree or some sort of musical education? Yes, of course.
1: Uh, Well, uh, we didn't ask for degrees, but uh, we asked them to play. Right. In uh, music, like there is no cheating. Yes, yes. It's enough for you to hear like one tone. Someone Mm -hmm. like do... uh, that's it that's enough uh, for someone who knows yes enough. yeah you know you know we do what uh, what you have in front of you so um we made the audition and uh, there were a lot of lot of young people uh, like uh, who came yeah. but we, we could only accept uh, 60 of them mm. because uh, like you can accept 100 people but uh, it's uh, our arrangements for the music, like uh, we're not like that we want to have 21st violins or 22nd violins, we want a specific number of musicians. So uh, because of the production and arrangements of the music, so on. So yeah. that's why it's 60 people, <laughs> but it's still uh, huge. Yeah. So it's r- real like symphony orchestra, the real one.
0: Trying to get 60 people into a room for a practice and it's what? An yeah. <laughs> and and the other thing that I loved is when I go and see orchestras, I try and get there. Like, it's not really my style of music, but I really respect it. And I, I'll go to the opera house and I go there like an hour early uh, mm-hmm. so I can see them warm up. Yeah. And not many people go there that early, mm-hmm. but just to see them yeah. warm up and then all be in tune, like yeah. 60, 70 piece orchestras, yeah. it's just mind-blowing.
1: Yeah. Just As I told you at the beginning, there is no uh, digital uh, <coughs> mixer or computer or uh, electronic uh, technical stuff that can change uh, the power of uh, 60, 70 people playing together. There is yeah. none such a thing. Nobody invented it yet. That feeling like what you, what you, like uh, that feeling you get when you hear like uh, the beginning of symphony or any piece, like when they go together. it's. R- not uh, like you cannot replace it with yeah. anything yet so it's amazing
0: yeah. once it gets all together that that oh, yeah yeah ugh. yeah I
1: so that's my favorite way of playing mm. of course but uh, sometimes you cannot travel with everybody yes. uh sometimes you cannot even travel with your own instrument uh, because of airline companies like they have uh, own regular different regulations, which really complicates life of cellists. <laughs> yes, around yes. The world. Yeah, so it's, uh, sometimes it can, it can get really stressful about your instruments. Like, uh, you have to bring it with uh, you in the cabin. Mm. Some airlines accept it, some not. Some, uh, like, yeah. you buy a ticket for cello, then you buy then and then say, okay, you have to buy another one for cello, like two seats for cello. And it, it's... On yeah,
0: and on. <laughs> for only you, but imagine, yes. like, with the... Uh,
1: Many, many people. That's why I'm working on um, the idea of uh, uh, having um, continental, like J. La Cello Power Symphony Orchestras, one mm. in USA, one in Asia, so that we can have it formed. And then when we do projects and tours, like only I come, with right. conductor Or n- without conductor, never mind, but only mm. I come and uh, we are ready to play. Like, oh, right. that's the idea. But mm. Like, uh, for now we have this one in Europe and, uh, I have, uh, for, for example, ready, ready thing in USA, but I believe that, uh, Asia is, uh, actually, uh, the, maybe the huge, huge, huge market, like, again, market. I don't like that mm-hmm. word, but, uh, in art, especially <laughs> like, That's, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's industry. Yeah, yes. I uh, I believe that, uh, here is um, here are possibilities like the s- sky is the limit. Yes. Yeah, for for um, uh, any kind of art and talents and. Uh, so I that's think if why you can, that's why I'm here.
0: if you can make it in Asia, I think you can make it
1: yeah, a said long way. Or like yeah. the other day, like uh, uh, before, it was like uh, in Frank Sinatra's song, like if you can make it in New York, if I can make it in New York, I can make it anywhere.
0: In Shanghai, in Shanghai yeah. you can make it everywhere. Yeah. So,
1: that's yeah, right. that yeah, times change. So yeah. yeah, this that might be true. Yeah, yeah. we'll see.
0: Tell us about your uh, album Clash
1: yeah well it was that first uh, album i recorded uh with uh, uh, hendrix uh, hendrix yes. is on it um it was um, something new totally new for me yeah. as i was only classical cellist sure. before that mm. so um it was really a nice experience for me because um very important also because until that moment i was like really attached and like glued to having uh, scores in front of me when i play music yes as classical musicians do and uh, that was the moment when i like okay now i don't i i have to play music without scores just play and it was it, it sounds like very easy and like why should that be a problem but ask any <laughs> classical musician not not that easy like to detach yourself from the scores immediately just to play music so uh, in that um, manner, it, like it was really important and um, it brought me huge success. Actually, like, yeah, it uh, because of my YouTube views and uh, uh, different uh, doors and uh, open for me discuss- to discuss with the different kind of producers, managers from uh, Europe, USA, UK especially. So uh, uh, it was really th- important. Yeah, but. It was only the beginning of a process. Like yeah. For me, I like it from this uh, distance. Like when I go back, yeah. I can say that now that it was only uh, the beginning of a process. Yeah. Because um, uh, all I always wanted to uh, play uh, my original music. Yes. And uh, if I did that at that time, it wouldn't be uh, accepted like uh, like. Uh, you are not still known to people. Mm. People know you're just a small circle of classical musicians, but not a wider mm. audience. And I had to present myself like, okay, I'm Jayla. I'm mm. the cello. I'm Jayla cello. <laughs> I had to pass that process with that Clash album. Then I recorded Christmas Dreams. I yes. released it in USA and worldwide. It went with Warner Music Group. And uh, I released it in Serbia. It's so. one of the biggest
0: yeah. labels.
1: Yeah, Warner Music Group. Yeah. Distributed it worldwide. So it's really huge thing for me mm. yes. and um, then I uh, decided like okay now I would like to place s- music that I sincerely like to play and I would like to present it to people that's my original music yes so um I at that moment it was like ready to do that because people already are familiar with Jayla who is cellist and then uh, they just um, are fine with uh, Jayla playing something like mm. you know yes <laughs> like yes uh, and that was the right moment to, yeah, if I did that original music back in 2010 and 11 when I started with cover mu- versions and electric cello, yes. that wouldn't be the right moment. So that's why I said it's the beginning of a process and it came like to me playing original music for cello and symphony orchestra, which I believe that was a huge project. We were working on it over for over five years. Wow. Yeah. That's a long it. time. Yeah. Well, for why did it take uh, so long? Well, it's it's the process. It's mm. um, we had to choose um, the themes. I had something ready. Bob had a lot of music ready, okay. like music themes. Then we had to arrange it. Then we had to decide what uh, size of orchestra we want. Mm. Then, like it was like one a tune by one. They're like uh, classical pieces. Like when you go to history, like you will find it. Okay the Mozart was fast. <laughs> yeah. was fast. Yes. But Beethoven was very slow with writing his symphonies like so it depends like um, it's process. Beethoven was perfectionist he wanted like he he would uh, throw away a piece and then start it all over again. So yes. that's the process. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why it took so long. Uh, we had to arrange it. Uh, we were changing uh, the arrangement uh, like um, uh, going along like in the process okay. Now this tune is not with uh, this, like we want to tell the story. We made the libretto, which follows that story. So that album's name is Searching for the Magic Cello or Searching for the Magic in Cello. Yes. Uh, and we made the libretto, like um, it, ca- it be- uh, begins with a tune um, a dream. And uh, that dream um, um, is actually a dream of a young girl, who is me, <laughs> basically. Uh, And uh, she dreams about some bad guys uh, bad uh, Cosmical robbers are stealing her like diamond dream cello cello from her dreams And uh, that's how it the story begins and then like uh, their battles and so on Mm. so uh, We uh, had a lot of ideas and uh, like libretto was a bit complicated So that's why it took us that time to arrange every Mm. tone was important every uh, instrument in, in the orchestra went right, yeah, really important. That's why it was long process, and we recorded it with Live Symphony Orchestra, we yeah, in London, Budapest, and Belgrade. wow, yeah. So, 60 people were playing it in the studio, and it was um, like a really, really huge project. But hmm. I'm very happy how we uh, did yeah. it at the end we released it in uh, serbia and uh, croatia croatia took it for european union right so um uh, and uh, now like we had a concert before covid actually that was lucky like uh, that we could promote it in the uh, biggest hall of uh, s- uh, south uh, eastern uh, europe yes. belgrade at sava center hall it's huge <sighs> so um we played it live for people like uh, it, it was magnificent then hmm. Serbian uh, state television recorded it and they're brought they're broadcasting it all the time on state television we, uh, we made a DVD so from from that concert Amazing. and it's it's really uh, it was a really huge project and uh, long process but uh, really worth it yeah yeah really worth it because like it was my original idea what I want uh, to play actually but uh, I had to pass the process of okay playing the cover versions and christmas music right yeah <laughs> right. but, but it, it's uh, all, it all is very very important yes. because now my repertoire is very wide yes and uh, i got the understanding of different musical genres not like uh, just when you listen to them but how you play them yes it's totally different when you come into the music like Performer,
0: but that makes you a better musician. Yeah, like, it, you to learn all different styles. Yeah, yeah. You
1: learn a lot, so that's why it's all—all all the whole process was very, very important. Yeah, to pass.
0: And speaking of music, do we have new music coming up in the future?
1: Yeah, well, we are writing all the time. Why do yes. I say we? Because Bob and I are working everything together, and yes. uh, we have some ready music uh, um, themes, but uh, we have to decide now, like the concept. We want like right. about the next album, and um, how shall we like uh, make it? Because uh, now I'm in the mood like that I might uh, do something like for solo cello, mm. totally solo, yes, like, without orchestra, without only concept, like to make it. But that's I believe uh, more difficult than playing with like arranging music for right. orchestra <laughs> because it's all on you. Yes. Like on uh, you, on the arrangement, on your playing, on like every single detail. So um, that would be a huge bite. Yes. But um, uh, I don't know, we still didn't decide. I'm still like into uh, working on this symphony orchestra thing because mm-hmm. we have ideas how to expand the, yes. the idea. There are some uh, invitations like because people liked our journey with the... Uh, that forming of symphony orchestra it's not usual that some individuals think about okay we will form symphony orchestra like uh, usually the, the, those are institutions who make it like um, yeah. state televisions or uh, like Philharmonies of uh, cities or yeah states uh, yes. make it but uh, like individuals it's not usual common thing to, to like okay we will form symphony orchestra yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and people liked it so we have uh, some invitations to uh, uh, we already created uh, like um, idea but uh, uh, we got invitations to realize it with some tv stations it's amazing. yeah about like reality show uh, with symphony orchestra wow yes yeah, so that's, that's, that's an interesting I'm concept still into that uh, symphony orchestra uh, thing uh, i'm still not ready to like go uh, i will work now solo cello album i'm still into this symphony orchestra because there are some ideas how to expand the production and it can be really really crazy and it will be actually because like like christmas album as i said We didn't experiment, we exactly knew what we wanted to hear. So we got it and um, it it was good. We believed in it like Mm. and uh, we believe that uh, this kind of production, what we think about symphony orchestra, how should it look like? Yes. I don't want to talk details. <laughs> <laughs> I know you have a lot of people listening, so <laughs> yeah, they might steal the idea. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah, but... Uh, Once it's I
0: released, know, yeah. then, then we can talk about yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> so we will talk about
1: those details, yeah, when the project is talk. done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: yeah. yeah. Awesome. Ambassador, and you're doing politics as uh, like. Yeah, well, uh.
1: Uh, through politics, I really had the chance to meet... Um, a lot of different and uh, very important people globally Mm. and to play for them also. Not only like to discuss uh, political matters, but also to play Mm. Uh, because as I said, like music and um, talent and skill can be very, very useful and very uh, like to make uh, more friendly uh, atmosphere with people. I noticed uh, also through politics when I met uh, different uh, ambassadors or ministers of like uh, huge states like Russia, USA, like mm. uh, China. When I met them, I noticed it's like uh, everybody is really, really, let's say, like uh, happy, but um, really appreciate uh, when they see you have talent, you have skill you have uh, you know to do something different like uh, from regularly educated people like who are politicians diplomats or yeah phds or whatever but uh, like everybody uh, finds uh, what i do very interesting
0: Yes. and having
1: me like in politics like this it's like very very interesting so yeah i tried to contribute as much Mm. as i uh, I could um, during like my work in parliament i played Hmm. for a summit of um, 120 uh, foreign ministers and prime wow. ministers yeah were in Belgrade Amazing. regarding that anniversary of it was formed like 60 years ago right the president of Yugoslavia it formed it and uh, it was the an anniversary so my friend now and uh, he was at the time president of the parliament invi- la- invited me like member of the parliament to be guest and to perform for them so it was really really beautiful to like play for all those People, amazing like, yeah from different parts of the world I believe that yeah music is um, really important in uh, all kinds of cooperation uh, whether it's politics economy or whatever it is between the people like yeah uh, music might be uh, the, the nicest thing yeah that can bond us bring us yeah, together yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's, yeah. Well, that's what I love about it like reading about you is all about trying to help Serbia which is great, helping people and making people happy. That's I really like that. That's really. Um, I like to
1: think about life that way. Of course, mm. so yeah, we are aware that uh, things don't go always easy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Life can be tough. They're different. Yeah, COVID situations now currently globally. I like to look at life from positive, smiley. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, I like to make it look that way for mm. me and for people around me. I don't know if we give ourselves to the um, tough uh, like moments. Giving in. Yeah, give, it, it would be bad. Like, And I believe that my job actually as a musician, as a talented one, like I have talent uh, and other people who have talent. Uh, Everybody is special in some way. Like yes. we have to use it to make this world better. That's Keep right, a better place. So, like yeah. Michael Jackson said, like yeah, a better place for you and for me. Like, That's yeah, right. It's yeah. true. Yeah, it's we have to do it. Like very we true. start from ourselves. So, if we uh, change little things daily in a positive way, then like if everybody would do that, like then it might be a really a better place. world. Yeah, yeah.
0: And we just talk about that, and it says here that you were awarded the Golden Shield and the Golden Charter Awards, giving you the dedication and creative contributions to the culture and education community of the public of Serbia. Amazing. Yeah,
1: thanks. Yeah, that's one of the biggest uh, medals for, yeah. And I got it uh, really young, actually. I might be maybe the youngest person wow. to, to receive it. Yeah. It's a great honor. Yeah. And I'm really happy because uh, my country recognize uh, my work, my talent, and yes. they ask me to contribute as much as I can. Of course, I have to take care of my career, but musical career abroad and everything. But uh, they people there really, really appreciate uh, not only me, but a lot of people, Stefan Milenkovic is back now in Serbia, Mm. which is very interesting, Uh, he lives there now with his family, he works there. Yeah, he's traveling around the world playing. Country really recognizes uh, talents and uh, talented people in different kind of like, not only music, but Mm. uh, uh, different in science also and uh, IT. It's very like, Serbia is very, very nice place to live. I love it uh, actually the most as my base. It's, you should come. You should come and see and we will show you around. That
0: group that I was mentioning earlier, they said, oh, just buy a house there. It's so cheap. Yeah, <laughs> actually, like, it is. That's why I said yeah. Syria
1: is really one maybe of uh, the nicest places uh, to live in regarding Europe and that part of the world. Like, its life is very, very cheap. Mm. When you will think about, like, from Australia or USA or from China, like, or living there, it's cheaper, like, mm. than in other parts of the world. And yes. the life is easy. The country is beautiful. Yeah, so you must
0: come. It's on my list of places to go to, yes. Um,
1: put it first. <laughs> yes.
0: What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given?
1: Uh, like, uh, work, work, work. Believe in yourself. Yeah, mm. that, that would be maybe like uh, usual things, Like, but they are really true. Mm. Like, if you don't believe, like, who will?
0: Yes. Social medias. Where can we find you, Jayla? Yeah,
1: well, I have um, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Facebook. Uh, I'm not that much into TikTok. I see <laughs> that it's popular in Serbia. It's <laughs> crazy popular, but I don't like the content. Like like yeah. now, there are debates there in Serbia, like about TikTok and what's what's going on there. Um, there are some situations you you can find some of it in media, but uh, uh, it's like uh, people think that uh, with Serbia content, like what what's content in Serbia on TikTok, like it's mm. a bad influence on children and young people. So. Uh, I don't have TikTok. Yeah, but Instagram, Facebook, oh, yes. uh, yeah, like old school. <laughs> Jay <Licello. laughs> Yeah, let's yeah. say it's old school yes. right now, yeah. Jay Cello,
0: yeah. And uh, just, just some quick questions, and you give me your top two or three favorite of that question. Mm-hmm. All right, ready? Yeah. Who are your top two or three favorite musicians of all time as of today?
1: Uh, Prince.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah. yeah. Chopin. Like classical music come on lang lang mm. yeah not that we're in china now, but <laughs> right. yeah he's amazing yeah yeah,
0: yeah. oh the pianoist, right yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah okay your top two or three favorite destinations that you've been to and then three that you want to go to in the future
1: uh serbia is of course my top one always uh then like it might be cliche but los angeles i don't know i love it I don't know yeah it's <laughs> just like that yeah and then like uh, shanghai probably because why because um, i've been traveling a lot and uh, you cannot feel this pulse and vibration nowhere else in the world like in asia hmm. at the moment so i felt it in beijing but shanghai is completely upgrade of that energy so uh yeah th- this might be uh, the maybe the most most like interesting and energized place Mm. i've been yeah yet and of course i don't know i would like to go like tibet it's yeah one i don't know why around the corner yeah (laughs) i've been been watching documentaries and everything but i don't know uh, it's maybe africa Mm. africa i haven't been to africa yet The top
0: two or three favorite books
1: it must be like my, hu- my husband wrote a novel, yeah, so <laughs> rocking, <laughs> let's uh, translate it simply. Yeah, it's his autobiography, so it's very, very crazy and interesting. It's about his life, so um, that w- that should be the first, of course. I like uh, Paulo Coelho, all of his, and um, I was crazy as a child, and today also, about the books of Agatha Christie. Mm, like, yes. I don't know why. Murder in Orient Express. Yeah. <laughs> so on. I I used to Crime. read like through, through the summer vacation, like uh, the whole bunch of her books. Yeah. Like mm. to just sit and read. So uh, yeah, and the movies, of course, Hercule Poirot uh, with nice. Agatha Christie's, Yeah. Very nice stories. Yeah. Who's
0: your greatest inspiration slash hero and why?
1: Now. It can be weird, but uh, you you met, but your listeners uh, haven't. Uh, my husband, Bob, like his story, life story is crazy interesting and it's like a movie. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, be, he's been uh, like hanging out with like his friends, uh, are uh, Sean Connery and uh, was actually, but uh, Donald Trump and uh, uh, today's the uh, king of Saudi Arabia. Those, yeah, so, and he's still like a uh, normal person, regular a person who likes That's uh, cool. good music, creates good music, um, doing normal uh, business, like nor- living normal life, doing business and uh, like normal people living, but th- his experiences uh, with um, business, with art, with music, with all of these people he had a chance to meet, it's like, yeah, something I, I never met uh, yet. Yeah, so...
0: So when's the movie coming out then?
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> we have to see. Like, there were invitations from some producers, but... Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, they wow. were, but, like, he was not happy with the screenplay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, who will, who will act me? He's well, going to be like, the actor, right? <laughs> yeah, casting is a, an issue. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I want to be a guru. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: Thank you very much, Jayla. Thanks. Amazing talent. Really like what you're doing for Serbia and your country and uh, all the best for the future. And uh, if you come to Australia or you come back to Shanghai, definitely I'll be there to watch you. Thanks. So all the best.
1: I'm looking forward to coming to Australia and I'm looking forward to taking you to Serbia. So come on. Prepare yourself. All right.
0: (laughs) All right. Thanks, Jayla. Thank you. the Shanghai psychic i can tune into your loved ones in the spirit world but i can also tune into you tell you about your path and the choices that you need to make and need to know i'm currently giving 30% discount on all tell craig your story listeners just use the code tell craig your story for 30% off your first psychic reading with me online Nigel the Shanghai Psychic